Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very accomplished professional turned entrepreneur, Sumedha Koche from Singapore. Sumedha, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Uh, Sumedha is the CEO and founder of Kinderpass, uh, which has for its mission reimagining child health and development. And in her earlier role, she worked for Procter & Gamble and PepsiCo. So Sumedha, let's start talking about Kinderpass. But before we get there, tell me what was your motivation to give up a lucrative career in the corporate world and become an entrepreneur? I guess um, as all entrepreneurs, right, we are kind of, um, we get uh, smitten by an opportunity Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the chance to make a difference in the world and we jump at it. And I think the motivation for me was a little bit personal as well, because my mom's a doctor. So I've always been surrounded by healthcare professionals mm-hmm. and engineers. Mm-hmm. And um, I think somewhere down the line, when I became a parent, I thought this is the right opportunity for me to also create something which will be more meaningful. Mm-hmm. Again, at PNG also, we used to do a lot of meaningful things. But this was, you know, my way of kind of breaking out from the products mold into services mm. and into using tech to actually really help parents give their child the right start. Mm. Fascinating. So now tell me about Kinderpass. What do you do here? All right. So uh, we're a digital child health and development platform. Mm-hmm. In a nutshell, what we do is uh, what happens between when you leave the hospital with your baby mm-hmm. to the time you your child enters school. You know, mm-hmm. it's that kind of a gap that we're trying to bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to tell parents how exactly to track their child's development and what are the things that they can do to boost the child's development. Mm-hmm. And if there are any delays or if there's anything that's, you know, kind of off the mark, then we will help them also connect to the right experts. So it's all in all like a full stack digital health clinic. For Fascinating. So tell me, you know, what are some of the key needs of young parents in the first five years? Right. I guess it's like a, it's a spectrum, right? It's a journey because as you, you know, as your child goes from infancy to toddler to preschooler, you also kind of have to shift gears at each stage. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, I think it's like a, it's like the best job in the world that nobody has prepared you for. Correct. Correct. Right? So you're going in with your instincts, but there's always a lot of doubt and a lot of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Am I doing the right thing? Is you know this happen? Is this normal? Does this happen to other kids also? Mm-hmm. Or you know, so there's always that level of uncertainty where you're kind of second guessing everything that you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's not like a normal job, right? In a normal job, you get a playbook, you have sponsors, mentors, a very clear career progression ahead of you, mm-hmm. right? So somewhere this uncertainty is very, very befuddling. Mm-hmm. A lot of the challenges in the beginning are related to health and physical health, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, flat head, or it could be baby sneezing, cold cough, a lot of the things that we see at a physical level. Sure. And the baby's needs are also very physical at this stage. Mm-hmm. Later on, it becomes related to language, related to, you know, what can I do at home to support my child's growth? Mm-hmm. Am I doing the right thing? Am I giving the right toys, clothes, all the stuff that comes in? So it's a lot mm-hmm. of products, mm-hmm. diapers, is that right? right. And I making the right choices. Right. Because making decisions for somebody for the first time mm-hmm. and getting judged by, you know, by everybody around you for those Absolutely. decisions. Absolutely, yes. And then later on, it becomes uh, more related to learning because mm-hmm. now parents are aware right that uh, what we do in our immediate environment that has a huge bearing on the child 
their mm. development, you know, how their brains are functioning, how the progression is happening. Mm. I think that's very interesting uh, because that we also sense that shift happening. You know, why, why are parents now more eager to understand mm. why certain things are happening? Mm. Earlier, they would take some things as given. Dadi ne kaha hai, karo. But, you know, there is now a shift happening ki, no, but you know, I've read that crawling is good for the baby. crawling mm. So which one is it? They want to know. Because mm. this is the generation which is used to researching everything. Right? right? From the food that we're eating to groceries or everything, music, travel, we research. Mm. And then we make our decisions. So I think that's one shift. Uh, in terms of need, you know, you would have been through this yourself. It is a very stressful time. Correct. Right? You're managing your career because you're in the peak of your career as well. You know, you're mid-management probably, probably juggling two jobs. Your, you know, your wife has a job, you have a job. Uh, there's this new child and this creature who's moving and talking and like, okay, what can I do? I don't have time. You know, mm-hmm. yes, I need to play with my baby, but reality is I'm working from home. What do I do all day? Mm-hmm. Right? So which part of it do I do? Which part do I delegate? Which part do I defer? Mm. Classic management, right? right yeah. Applied to uh, child development. Mm. Those are, you know, primary challenges, I guess, time. And it's always a scarcity of time. Fascinating. So, you know, it's interesting you're saying this, uh, uh, you know, when our children were born uh, in the early, early to mid 80s or mid to late 80s, uh, the only reference point we had was either older parents or, a, or your doctor or Dr. Spock. Right. Now, uh, as I see the, the, you know, the, the younger parents, a lot seems to have changed from the times of Dr. Spock. And you just mentioned <laughs> something about knees, you know, while crawling. Right. I'd love to get your perspective on how parenting has been changing over the years. Right. And I think it's a fascinating topic because, again, parenting is, not, is unlike anything else that we do, right? It's so rich in terms of emotional involvement. Correct. It's not like any other decision that we take. Mm. Um, I think what has stayed consistent, you know, I'll touch on that first, mm. is that, oh, again, I'm not very, very familiar with Dr. Spock's, you mm. know, entire series. Of no, you shouldn't be. It was, it was 55 <laughs> decades ago. <laughs> but from what I, you know, see is that he was trying to make, a, you know, a shift in the time of, you know, in the thinking of that time, mm. which was that, hey, you need to be more involved. Mm. You need to nurture. Mm. And a lot can change if you nurture at the right time. Mm. So I think that stays because as human beings, our brains and the way development works has remained the same, right? A baby's brain needs the proper nourishment, a stress-free environment. Mm. It needs proper sleep, nurturing relationships so that, you know, that safety net is built. Yeah. And then you need, you know, stimulation. Mm. That back and forth interaction that needs to happen between a caregiver need not always be a parent. It could be a dada, dadi, nana, nani, or even, you know, auntie. Mm. But it has to happen as a back and forth communication. Mm. I think there's a lot more knowledge which is out there in the public sphere. Mm. And in neuroscience is also, and development psychology as well, right? It's progressed leaps and bounds. There have been numerous studies. So if you look at the last 20 years, Mm. it's like, you know, the entire world of neuroscience has been laid open for us to take and to reapply at home. Um, So that bit is definitely new. And second thing is now we have a phone in our pocket right that's literally our entry to the world and through that it becomes very easy to share things with you on a daily basis for instance Mm -hmm. I mean the the way this is happening you sitting in India and me in Singapore facilitated by technology right Mm -hmm. and the same thing is I think helping parents sometimes it gets to be a little bit of a challenge too because 
earlier comparisons were happening with immediate family neighbors wo chal raha hai ye nahi chal raha wo baat kar raha hai ye baat nahi kar raha something of that sort now it is on social media you know hey you know his child is doing this or her daughter is doing this <laughs> you know that comparison also sets absolutely in. absolutely so, little bit of uh, yeah i think we'll have to be a little watchful on how we use technology but very i think well those said. are the broad changes i see the good very and the bad very well said and you know over the years uh, parenting has been passed down the ages through parents grandparents of the of the young couple right and yet technology is beginning to play a big role and you just shared a little bit of it but i'd love to get your perspective on uh, you know and the old days as you said बच्चे अपने आप बड़े हो जाते हैं यू नो माय 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 नानी और दादी यूज्ड टू से दैट पेरेंट्स आर फार मोर कॉन्शियस एंड केयरफुल व्हाट ड्राइव्स दिस एक्स्ट्रा केयर इन इफ आई कैन यूज अ स्ट्रॉन्ग वर्ड व्हाट ड्राइव्स दिस पैरानोया like earlier the the way our uh, grandparents brought up our parents or the way our parents brought us up the environment has changed Correct. right so to thrive in a particular environment which has changed your techniques will also have to change so your grandparents did not have to contend with youtube you had an army it was a village right the way we all stayed it was like community living mm-hmm. so it it was never a fact that oh mujhe kahi jana hai who should i leave my child with mm-hmm. there was always a support net a safety net around you that doesn't exist today mm-hmm. i can't just leave my child at home if i have to go somewhere right so the care system has to evolve that's number one because you know things have changed second there are a lot more things also coming to our attention right uh, things like screen time hey you watch tv you never you know nothing happened to you but that was doordarshan coming for one hour on a sunday that's very different right. from this constant 24 by 7 where it is literally like you know cocaine for a young child's brain mm-hmm. so those are the ways in which you know i feel things have to evolve it is natural and we have the benefit of so much more information like we know now that say you know say for example formula milk and breast milk what to opt for when to opt for there are choices available which are evidence backed so in the face of evidence backed you know uh, new data we have to change our opinions as well that's the classic bayesian theory right you no, have to be open to changing your beliefs and not to say that the way our parents or grandparents did certain things were mm. always wrong of course mm. not you know we all agree with certain things like home remedies or things like you know certain things that have been passed on from generation to generation the classic one i can think of is how you had story sessions by your dadi or your nani that's amazing and it's that's something that we're losing right how many kids these days do you see with a phone versus how many kids do you see being read to or being told stories to so i would say we're losing out the the awesome gems of our tradition <laughs> while you know um retaining some of these old fangled notions you know not showing a mirror to a baby the, the superstition part kind of remains yeah while the evidence backed stuff which is actually really good right mm-hmm. is kind of fading away so that's a little bit of a pity fascinating fascinating you know one of these i'm sure i'm going to be seeing a book coming out from uh, you know dr sumeda kochi <laughs> right? i hope so <laughs> but you know you were also when i was reading about you 
you also done a lot of research uh, in uh, you know for 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 early childhood mm-hmm. and neuroscience. That's right. Yeah. I'd love to learn a little bit about what your findings were. Um, see, findings a lot of them I actually uh, you know brought up before. Um, mm-hmm. Very consistent. Uh, a lot of the stuff that we take for granted mm-hmm. as adults, you know, it could be very simple stuff like the way you're sitting today, mm-hmm. your posture. Mm-hmm. It can actually be traced out to the tummy time you had as a child. See. <laughs> your your handwriting, mm-hmm. your motor coordination, balance. A lot of it was set in that story that your parents wrote in the first five years. Mm-hmm. So literally, that is the you know, that's that chapter in our lives mm. is so crucial. And even I did not know a lot of these things before I started researching this. Mm. And that's how my, you know, my firstborn was raised without me having the benefit of this. Mm-hmm. And my daughter, of course, I obviously raised differently now that I know a lot more mm. those techniques I'm applying there. Mm. Um, second one was, um, you know, this entire learning, it starts from birth. It doesn't start at school. It's a, it's a wrong notion that we have that, you know, padne ke liye school jau, mm. pe to pad jayenge, right? mm. it's not that. Um, your experiences, the, your back and forth interaction, that really is the critical thing, right? So it's like having a million locked doors and each back and forth interaction kind of giving you a key to unlock that door, right? So imagine if all those doors are there, they're there for everybody. But if you provide a phone, or just a regular video on YouTube, mm. it's not going to unlock 99.99% of the doors, mm. right? So that's the travesty. So having that multi-sensory experience, how mm. crucial it is, mm. I think that was one of the biggest learnings. So, and that's something that I take, you know, to heart and I apply it with my kids every day, that if there is a way to make any learning multi-sensory, I would want to do that. Um, like maths, it need not be worksheets. It has to be number rods. It has to be tangrams. It has to be numicons because it has to be concrete, you know, something that you can do with your hands mm-hmm. that will impact your mind. So, so this physical and cognitive skills are kind of intertwining. Mm-hmm. That's something that, you know, obviously came from this research and that's very, very powerful. How fascinating. And yet, uh, Sumedha, there is a difference between the way a firstborn is treated and a second born is treat. You know, my mother always used to say, and you know, ki sara attention first born per second to apnea bada ho jata hai. What are your perspectives? Oh, interesting. And I really hope I don't see, you know, my kids watching this. It'll have a lot of dramatic outcomes. I know. I know. But um, I think with the first born, you're a little bit more scared, right? It's, you, you come with that uh, mindset of, oh my God, did I do something wrong? Oh my God, what, what's going to happen? And with the second one, you kind of start with, what's the worst that can happen? <laughs> Let me wing it, you know, from there. <laughs> so you get also a little bit more settled that I've done this before. I'm yeah. not, you know, a complete idiot. I'll, I'll be able to handle this. Mm-hmm. Uh, second thing also is that, you know, you probably are a little bit more in control. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was wonderful advice that was actually given to my, uh, to me by my son's teacher. Mm-hmm. She was like, you have to be present and very mindful of your firstborn. Mm-hmm. You know, even as the baby, the cute baby, the, the baby everybody wants to hug will demand a lot of attention. Remember that she will not remember who fed her, bathed her. Your job is just to keep her fed, dry warm, secure, she's good. Sure. But he, his needs are going to be very emotional, you know, he will remember who gave him attention. So carve out that, you know, that uh, 
you know, that little bit of time, which is just one-on-one me time with your firstborn, he'll remember. Because if he's at that age, he will remember who gave him attention, you know, what he got, what he did not get. So that emotional need becomes very strong to cater to. And the third thing, I think the younger child, and I'm a younger child, so I'll say this, you know, without any shame, you always have a role model, right? You know, you're, the first one is just going into an uncharted territory, right. right? They don't, they're just figuring their way out. The second one has a way that, okay, that this is a way mm. I have to decide, this is a benchmark already, which way of the benchmark do I go? Do I do this this way or this way? Mm. They learn faster because a lot of the stuff that is happening is common. So the books that we used to read to, you know, my kids, they were common books because, well, I can't, you know, take out time separately. So it was a common exercise. So I guess that also helps uh, the younger one learn more things. Mm. Like my younger born, I remember, we started playing Uno with her when she was just two, two and a half. And that helped her with color recognition, letters, everything, because she wanted to be a part of it. Mm. So it became a very natural exercise. You know, she was like an advanced <laughs> express program without us, you know, doing it intentionally for her. She benefited. Oh, fascinating. So, Smeda, coming back to Kinderpass, uh, it's a platform where you're also creating a community for parents. Mm-hmm. In a way, uh, yeah. In a way. Uh, how does it help to share experiences and learnings? And what are some of the advantages? Um, so, you know, first of all, I wanted to kind of point out that we're not your classic uh, Facebook community or a WhatsApp group, right? Where, you know, there are a lot of voices going on and becomes very hard to moderate content. Mm. So this is an expert-led platform. So what we try to do is build that community in a very live Q&A fashion, right? You know, mm-hmm. So yesterday mm-hmm. we had a, a very nice session with a physiotherapist, you know, she, and she's a lactation consultant and she's an earlier specialist uh, who has great passion in this area. And uh, that was a live Q&A session. So there were a bunch of parents who joined in all in the same boat. They had different questions. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just hearing about different journeys opens your mind to the possibilities of you know there being so many different ways of doing things Mm. and sometimes it's very mind-opening as well because you never considered such a thing for your child for instance Uh, in in fact yesterday there was a pediatrician who had joined in Mm. and she said hey a lot of this I did not realize how important it was Mm. and you know I'm here so that I can give this information to my patients as well because you know obviously knowledge gets outdated and some of the learnings don't get transferred So we believe in a more expert-led community where all your questions are gathered, answered by the expert. And at the same time, we don't lose any of the evidence-backed stuff. Mm. Um, But yeah, it's more about sharing each other's journey or understanding that the different parts possible. Fascinating. So I've got time for my one more question. And uh, my question to you is, you know, I remember when our first child was born, I would tell my mother, I said, you know, when he starts turning over, all my problems will be solved. Then I said, when he starts walking, everything will be solved. Then, you know, I said something else. And he goes to school. And she said, no, it never changes. You know, and she says, you, I was, what, 29 or 30 then. Uh, she said, I still worry about you. <laughs> so my question to you is, do you see your own kinder pass going beyond five years? Uh, eventually, might be. You know, one thing I've learned through this entrepreneurial journey is never say never. But the other thing that I've learned is focus is very important, especially in the early days, right? And we are literally like an infant or a toddler right now, learning to walk. So yes, we dream of running the marathon one day, but just not now. 
right? It has to be measured and kind of tracked. Okay. Uh, and the other thing is our area of focus, the, comp the problem is so complex, Ashutosh, because we're working in early years, right? And uh, if we could do one thing well, it would be, you know, preventing all preventable developmental delays. Mm -hmm. Because we know that if we kind of assess and track right now, the outcomes and, you know, the entire life for a person can change. Mm -hmm. So I think that is really our core area of focus, how we can help parents understand their child's development, uh, kind of also track, you know, so we've also provided trackers for in English and in Hindi, so that you know at each month, what is the normal expectation, you know, and then if there is a red flag, the parent instinct will work. Take it to a developmental pediatrician, take it to a specialist, don't wait and watch. Mm. So really the problem here is so immense and it's so unmet that we can't take our eyes off it right now. Eventually, maybe yes, but yeah, it's literally, you know, the difference between first steps and marathon. Well, Ambition is there, desire is there, but it's really now that we need to focus on the first steps. Very well said. And my last question, you know, I have time for one more question. It's a quick question. You must be dealing with so many young parents. How does culture impact parenting? Oh, tremendously. Okay. Because, uh, you know, about say 70, 75% of the parents on our platform are from India. Mm -hmm. uh, about 45% are dads. Uh, so between, you know, moms and dads also, there's a different way or ethos of, of parenting style. Uh, but culture is a huge role. And we see that, right? Because uh, as per the Hofstede uh, framework, mm -hmm. there are different dimensions. Sure. And especially for us, right? Say relationships or our you know, how we see hierarchy, the power structures, uh, you know, whether it is positive parenting, how, how is discipline viewed, uh, how are, you know, academic goals viewed, like if, say, a four-year-old is not writing mm -hmm. in Australia or even US or Canada, mm -hmm. it is considered okay, yeah, you don't, yeah, four-year-olds are supposed to play, do you have enough play-doh, right, you know, they'll ask you those things first. And here people are fretting about three or four year olds not writing, mm. not knowing that, you know, the muscles are not yet developed. Right. So I think in terms of how much control do we want to have, how much academics plays a role, because that's achievement orientation, right? That I want to be able to show that my, how and how do we know whether we did well as parents? It Obviously the results are revealed, you know, when the child is 17, 18, college, job, whatever. But there's always that next what? Next what, you know, kitne number hai. So that number becomes, you know, right. focused. Right. Uh, that's one. Then individualism, whether my style is okay, how much of it is a community thing. Those factors also come into play. So, yeah, I would say culture plays a huge role. Amazing. Amazing. Smeda, on that note, uh, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you for actually making me remember uh, <laughs> You know, our first son in 1985 and our second son in 1988 and the journey we went through. And uh, thank you for talking to me at such great length on so many different aspects of parenting. I mean, sure, I'm sure thousands and thousands of people will be benefiting from you. Thank you again and good luck. Wonderful. It was. Thank you so much for patiently listening. You know, I could probably go on and on. <laughs> it's years of research. But yeah, if there's anything that I would want, you know, the audience to kind of take away from this conversation is if at all you have a child at home who is you know below the age of five please do a developmental monitoring we take it for granted sometimes mm. but it's really you know the magic of early intervention is amazing so yeah please please don't wait and watch act oh amazing thank you 
Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.